Premier Jason Kenney and Indigenous uh, Relations Minister Rick Wilson uh, talking about support for um, the finding of unmarked graves and undocumented deaths at Alberta residential schools. Let's listen to that news conference live. Thank you, Chief Warren, for starting us off in a good way. About two weeks ago, uh, I made him a commitment on behalf of Alberta's government. It was to support Indigenous-led research into undocumented deaths and burials of Indigenous children at the residential school sites. The announcement followed the discovery of the remains of the 215 children at a mass burial site at a former residential school in Kamloops, BC. I don't believe I'm overstating it when I say that Canadians and Albertans are deeply shaken by this horrifying revelation. In this country, we've skirted the truth. Even though residential survivors and elders have been telling us for years that many children did not find their way home. Facing it is the start of reconciliation with our Indigenous people. In these disquieting days, we are learning why truth must precede reconciliation. And that is why we're here today. To support our Indigenous-led actions to examine, reveal, and honour the truth of children who died in these schools. Children who were forcibly taken from their families and who after decades and decades have still not made it home. There are families and communities who are looking to government for help. And we are here to help with the healing. I'm now going to invite uh, Premier Jason Kenney to provide details of this new program. Premier Kenny. Thank you very much, uh, Minister. And uh, thank you, Chief Morin, for opening us in a good way with those words of prayer and thank you for welcoming us to traditional uh, Treaty 6 territory and uh, to the area of your Enoch First Nation. Thank you as well, uh, Chief uh, Aaron. I appreciate you you being here, coming all the way up uh, from Stony Territory and uh, to Stan DeLorme. Thank you for representing Métis Settlement at Buffalo Lake for this uh, important step forward about uh, reconciliation and honouring uh, the lives of young people who were separated from their families as a result of the brutally unjust Canadian policy of Indian residential schools. The discovery of 215 remains of students at the former Kamloops residential school has shaken our nation and called all of us to reflect on the wickedness of the Indian residential school system, which existed in this country for uh, a century. Of the more than 100,000 young Aboriginal children who were taken away from their parents, stolen from their families by the state, and then often faced uh, terrible living conditions sometimes dangerous living conditions, and sometimes faced efforts by the authorities to literally beat their language and culture out of them. Uh, 
the horrendousness of that system is, is hard for us today to comprehend. And we have now been reminded that uh, there have been many uh, of those students who were buried um, in unmarked graves or graves that have been lost. And we've been reminded that we have a moral obligation to find them, to recover their memory, to honor those sites and their lives. This is primarily responsibility of First Nations communities. And we acknowledge, first of all, the very important work that has already been done uh, before and since the publication of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission calls to action. Uh, First Nations communities have gone back to many of these sites uh, to honor the graves uh, and to discover lost cemeteries. But much more of that work needs to be done. Uh, The Truth and Reconciliation Commission chapter on missing children and unmarked graves underscores the importance of this work being led by Indigenous people. Each of them will have their own approach about what is the best way, and we will honour that. Alberta's government wants to do its part to help First Nations do that critical work. And so today we are announcing the creation of an $8 million Alberta grant program to support First Nations in uh, discovering uh, and honouring lost grave sites of Indian residential school students across our province. While the residential school system was established by the federal government of Canada, we know that the province with the largest number of residential schools was Alberta. Many of those sites no longer exist. They've been, in a sense, lost to history. And yet we can conclude that all or most of those sites must have uh, graves uh, uh, close to them. And uh, so we will be providing these grants to First Nations uh, and Métis communities uh, who have proposals about how to research and identify these unmarked graves and cemeteries and how most appropriately to honour them. Uh, The Alberta Residential Schools Community Research Grant is open to Indigenous communities and groups, uh, as I say, to lead research into undocumented residential school deaths and burials. These grants will go to Indigenous organisations who will decide how best to do the research. We understand that in some cases there are members of impacted communities who may not want to disturb these grave sites for spiritual reasons. Instead, they may want to erect a permanent commemoration, or they may want to do, some may want to do full archaeological research that would require cooperation with technical experts and advanced scientific equipment. Whatever the choices they make, we will be there to support them with this $8 million fund which will also be available for research, including gathering oral histories and the knowledge of elders, engagement to determine how communities wish to proceed with a burial site, use of ground-penetrating radar and other technologies to explore potential unmarked burial sites, partnering with experts experienced in locating 
uh, human burials, and maintenance and commemorative work such as installation or restoration of grave markers, placement of memorials or commemoration events. Canada's Truth and Reconciliation Commission made a number of recommendations which Alberta's government is taking action on and I want to thank Minister Wilson for working with colleagues on doing so. One of those recommendations number or one of those calls to action number 71 was for provinces and their uh, chief coroners uh, to work with the National Centre for Truth and Reconciliation on identifying any archival records of uh, where students lived and especially where they may have died at residential school sites in their provinces. Unfortunately, our archival records from that long period are limited and in some cases very little remains. But uh, Alberta's government is leaving no stone unturned uh, to uh, dig through all of our archival records to find whatever we can to make that available to the National Centre for Truth and Reconciliation and to uh, any local First Nations that may be interested. So, and we are uh, eager to work as well with the Government of Canada, whose primary legal responsibility this is, uh, to, uh, as well as with First Nations, uh, to do everything we can to reclaim lost burial sites. Uh, It is true that many of these children passed away from diseases that were then common at that time. But it's also true that the death rate for children at residential schools was far, far higher than for children in the general population, a reflection of the substandard and often dangerous living conditions that they were forced to experience. Uh, the trauma has, be- for many families, become intergenerational. And we hope that this action... Uh, will be uh, one small evidence of the desire of of Albertans uh, to pursue the path of reconciliation and to honour those children uh, whose lives were lost. Uh, We'll continue with uh, our coverage of the announcement from the provincial government today that they are setting up an $8 million grant program that can be accessed by Indigenous groups in the province of Alberta who want to, uh, as the Premier calls it, discover and honour what he calls lost graves or unmarked graves uh, or undocumented deaths. Uh, The Premier pointing out that there were more residential schools in Alberta than in anywhere else, and he says we have to assume that um, there are similar situations to what we saw in Kamloops in our province. Um, He says it will be left up to the Indigenous leaders to decide what they want to do at these sites, pointing out that some may not want to disturb them for spiritual reasons. Others may want to um, build memorials. Others may want to, you know, involve archaeological experts or technology to get an assessment of exactly what the situation is. So uh, that will be left up to the Indigenous leaders. And we're now hearing from them as part of this news conference. So uh, we'll return to their comments now. Thank you, Premier, for your words in support of this program. I know a lot of people have been carrying around a, a lot of sorrow here. This, this new program, it's, it's not going to change the past, but it, help, it can help build a better future. And we have a web page live now for eligible communities and organizations to get the details and to put in their applications. So I strongly encourage uh, the communities to work together where they can 
on applications for the sites where they lost family members. But any, any eligible community can apply for their own work at the site and they can qualify for up to $150,000 in grant funding for the type of work that Premier Kenny just uh, spoke about. Along with federal grants, the successful applicants could end up getting funding for most of their costs and maybe help to get along weighted answers before too much more time passes. So right now I'd like to turn it back to uh, Chief Billy Morn of uh, Enoch uh, to speak about the importance of, of taking this action. Minister Rick, Premier Kenny, uh, Nistis, Ogamau, uh, Aaron, uh, Stan, Chairman uh, Metis, Buffalo Lake. Um, I was at a uh, our culture camp, Muskegsi culture camp, that's Enoch Cree Nation, this morning, and I was sitting in ceremony, uh, praying for this uh, announcement that uh, I get to be a part of, and in that ceremony. There were three boys, probably seven, eight years old. And uh, I watched them. I watched them in that ceremony. And uh, you can tell one of them has never been in that ceremony before. And um, I just had to say how proud I was. I, I, I had to speak in that ceremony and I had to say how proud I was of them being there and how fortunate they were to be there how this space wasn't created um, for a long time for them. And I was watching them and um, the boy who has never even been in that ceremony, he, he, he gave up his seat for somebody next to him who was a little bit older. Had a, he was sitting on a cushion. He said, oh, take my cushion. And um, just watching those boys in ceremony and how inherently their respect and Nehiel Pamatsu and Nehiel worldview spirit lives in them um and how we maybe uh i told them i didn't get to grow up like this this opportunity wasn't afforded to me like how it is today and it certainly wasn't afforded to their ancestors who went to residential school and so it's a good day today uh, i don't think things are coincidence all the time those young boys uh in that ceremony gave me a lot of hope and today the announcement from our friends at the province uh, give me a lot of hope too. Um, I'm 34 and what I always say when I talk about residential schools, I never went to residential school. Um, my mom and dad never went to residential school. But when the 215 came out, 12 o'clock at night, Nohkam uh, Chapan, who's 81, called me at 12 o'clock at night and she never calls me. And she just needed to talk. And it was a good talk. But she just she said she needed to talk to someone and she called me. I told her I'm just very, very fortunate that you were a cycle breaker. Um, your son was a cycle breaker. And I'll just continue the work to be the best cycle breaker of uh, abuse. And the wrongfulness that was done to you and all of our relations. Um, with this announcement today... Um, that story never ends. It keeps going. And uh, those open wounds are very much open at this time with uh, Kamloops and things that are going around the country right now. And we can forget about our differences at times like these and 
whether you're a representative of the provincial crown or you're an Edmontonian or you're a government bureaucrat or you're from the Métis settlement or you're a chief from Treaty 6 or 7 or 8 or you're a survivor, we're still all treaty people. We all come together to do the right by, just to do right by uh, those, those young people. So for the 8 million today, um, it's not about the number, but you can't help but sometimes just, it's not about the number, but compare it to, you know, some other announcements that have been made. It's a, it's a great start. I got to say that on behalf of the province, it's a great start when you compare it to the federal government announcement. It's a great start for this place and the premier spoke about it. This is where the most residential schools were provincially. And so that's a great start. That's a great action. That's a great reconciliation. Behind me is the U of A and, you know, they've reached out already and told me that we would like to help you, the Prairie Institute of Indigenous Archaeology and Technology. We just want to help. Uh, Kisha Supernote has already done great work for us at Enoch Cree Nation. And so some of this work, depending on which community you're from, is going to be really technical and there's going to be a lot of capacity, if so choosing by the elders and their survivors in those communities if they want to do that type of work. But I'm also thankful for the province to make it so flexible that, you know, maybe it's not hard, hard, heavy archaeological work. Maybe it's more about creating that permanent story in a monument. And so I'm just thankful um, the province allowed for that. They gave the decision-making capacity back the, um, the nations and the settlements themselves. It's a good move. And uh, it's sunny today. Uh, when Minister Rick, my friend, was speaking, the sun came out. He's a good guy. He he works hard for to make to build relationships, and it's always it's a tough road still. But he's a good guy, and he does right by us. And I'm just thankful for all the work and his his staff did for this. And hi hi kinanaskumtinwa.